0: Starting off episode 160 was Unending, and that song was called The Weight of Isolation.
1: We are feeling that now more than ever.
0: Yeah. yeah. We
1: are uh, two weeks into isolation. Yeah. I had COVID last week,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you had COVID this week. Yeah. Just as I was starting to feel better.
0: hmm And I never actually tested positive until after I was better, which was unfortunate but i guess that's kind of common yeah but
1: and because i was already sick you can already stay away stayed away from yeah
0: definitely everybody Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. yep
1: yeah shit's been a little weird around here we've been playing crazy games of would you rather
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's been interesting (laughs)
1: Uh, I have a couple of on this day in history. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the first one is on this day in 1960, the FDA approves the pill. Hmm. AKA birth control.
0: Hmm. That's um. That's an interesting on this day.
1: I thought it was kind of weird what they um. The name of it is in Ovid ten. So instead of COVID with a C, Mm -hmm. it's an Ovid with an E-O, or an E-N, I'm sorry.
0: Mm. Interesting.
1: Uh, Also on this day, which I learned a little something here. You might have already known this, I don't know. But uh, on this day in 1950, L. Ron Hubbard Mm -hmm. publishes Dianetics, Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that Scientology was originally referred to as Dianetics. Did you know that? That book? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, not to offend the Scientologists listening, <laughs> but fuck you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. I
1: also didn't realize yes. that it was introduced as uh, like a self-help. Yeah. Um, mental health.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know a lot about Scientology. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but all the stories I've heard and the documentaries I've seen.
0: Seems like a good thing to spend your time <laughs> on.
1: <laughs> yeah, you could be doing a podcast yeah. instead.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately, we did not get to spend our time at shows this weekend.
1: We did not.
0: On Friday, we missed Alien Autopsy and Necrostalker. Yeah. And on Saturday, we were looking forward to Charmer Mm -hmm. with Virtus and Hellebore. Yep. And we had to miss that too.
1: Yep. Good going.
0: Luckily, Charmer plays out all the time. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll see him like in a week or two. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Okay. I think we should break and play some tunes, but first... I have a question that I would like you to ponder. Okay. Are you ready?
0: Is it a would you rather? No. Alright.
1: To win three billion dollars mm-hmm. you have to survive twenty four hours getting chased by a horror villain of your choice. Who are you picking and why?
0: A horror villain? Yeah. Um
1: No, you don't you gotta think about oh, it. Oh
0: okay. I think I have the answer already. Really? Already? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Have you you've already pondered this? No, but Alright. I'll explain. Okay. All right. First up, Alburnum with the song Ewig Lich," coming off their debut album out July eighth on Babylon Doom Cult Records.
0: And then after that, the Dark Overlords with the song "Sacrificial Chamber," and this coming off of their latest release, Dark Apocalypse. Nope, I fucked that up. Dark Apocalypse out now on Uprising Records.
1: Did you think about it I did I did all right which horror villain is chasing you around for 24 hours for three billion dollars uh,
0: my choice first all right my first thought was like um like Chucky
1: that's what I was gonna like pick
0: easy to get away from right yeah but I don't know he seemed pretty you know he was pretty effective pretty for consistent a, for being a, yeah. a little doll yeah um my choice is going to be Quiltface. Face. This is the worst horror movie I, I've ever seen in my life. And you know I've seen many bad ones. Uh, yeah. Because I enjoy them. Um, but Quiltface Face was from Carnage, a.k.a. Carnage Road, The <laughs> Legend of Quiltface. Face. And Quilt Face was like this really dumb looking,
1: I'm regretting this frail,
0: emaciated <laughs> weirdo wearing a jumpsuit and chasing people around with a machete, which sounds imposing, but it was like such a joke that I would pick this one. I'd pick that Quilt Face, yeah. Okay. You could, you could put like, um, you could put like Salt and Quilt Face's tail. And he wouldn't be able to move.
1: Are you fucking with me? No. He had a tail?
0: No. I'd make him a tail and like sew it on and then put salt on it. This just got really weird. On his jumpsuit. Do you remember when they would do that in old cartoons? They'd put like, there'd be a bird and they'd pour salt on its tail. No. And it couldn't move for some reason. I have no idea what that meant, but I just remembered it. I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm going to have to look that up. Huh. You should look it up during, you know, when we play music again. <laughs> <laughs> Why they would put salt on, on Let's something. Let's just do tail. it now. All right.
1: Why did they put...
0: So, yeah, quote Face was terrible. It was, it was the worst horror movie I've ever seen. And I've seen so many bad ones. I think I've talked about it on here before. Like raving about how great the greasy strangler is. Yeah. I would talk about how bad Quilt Face is.
1: The greasy strangler would be another one. Another good one.
0: I don't know. Big Ronnie was a maniac. Yeah. And I wouldn't want that gross wiener near me. (laughs) You know what I mean? Ugh. Uh. <laughs> I mean, especially not until he goes through the car wash. Ugh.
1: All right, this is going to take a little researching. Okay. Your salt on the tail. Uh-huh. So I think.
0: So you you found the reference.
1: Um. Well, I'm. I'm trying okay but I'm not giving the show my attention and that
0: feels weird yeah so that's inconsiderate to the listeners I
1: think we should wish um, grandma a happy mother's day and oh, pay yeah. her a visit
0: yeah. all right she's gonna pay us a visit okay what's the melodious tune
1: <laughs> all right and then we'll we'll get an answer all
2: right Not death, I am the boundless I am the fact, with the source? You now see the and rise, find a secret of the universe in my mind. on burns but you can
0: I more that was somatics Coming off of their 2013 demo The song Omniscient They were from Utica, New York, and they are listed on Metal Archives as on hold.
1: Oh, okay. I don't
0: know if they're through or just taking a break.
1: All right. Cool.
0: Yes. Only they know.
1: According to Wikipedia, salting a bird's tail is a legendary superstition of Europe and America and an English language idiom. The superstition is that sprinkling salt on a bird's tail will render the bird temporarily unable to fly, enabling its capture.
0: Oh, there you go. See? So it makes sense. I'm going to... Quiltface Face had like a, a jumpsuit that he would wear. But he, he... didn't have a tail. No, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sew a tail on there.
1: I don't think it works like that. Yeah. I don't think you get to sew things before they chase you.
0: No, you just hold them down. Like I could hold him down with my foot, like my left foot, and then be sewing with my hands, the tail on, and then I'll just put salt down on the tail and he'll, he'll be fucking useless. Okay. And I'll have, you know, I can spend the rest of the, what is it, 24 hours? Yeah. Yeah, so I'll spend like the rest, you know, 23 hours and 45 minutes just doing whatever I want. Okay. Hanging out, drinking, listening to music. You know Playing I mean? your bass. Yeah. Watch TV. Okay. I think you need to see Quilt Face to realize no, what I'm a good. piece of shit this thing was. No, no I'm good.
1: <laughs> I have enough of those in my catalog. Thanks to you.
0: <laughs> All right.
1: <clears throat> um, I do think it's kind of funny that the... In 1922, mm-hmm. um, the New Year baby of 1922 is holding this big salt shaker on the Dove of Peace, <laughs> preventing it from being able to fly away.
0: Mm. That is, that's pretty clever. Yeah. That is pretty clever.
1: See all the useless information we learn mm-hmm. doing the show?
0: Mm-hmm. I remember always seeing that in the old cartoons.
1: I don't remember seeing that at all.
0: I'd see it in like, I don't know. I feel like uh, Tom and Jerry used it, um, like Bugs Bunny and shit. I, I thought I saw it on there before, but I had no idea what it, like Implied. what it- Implied. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. They always injected that into, into kids' programming. And we all grew up perfectly normal. <laughs> 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 do you? So, speaking of being sick, I don't know why I thought of this, but do you remember? I remember one thing and then another. Um, do you remember when I you you got sick? You, this was years ago, and I insisted on um, putting hydrogen peroxide in your ears.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> I don't think I'll ever forget that. <laughs> I don't know why I trusted you. I don't know. It hurt so bad for like days. Yeah, it
0: was, it was, it was curing you. Yeah. Like just like putting butter on a wound, mm-hmm. on, a, on a burn. Just because it burned, like, it hurts, so it's curing it, right? <sighs> Same concept.
1: I'm seeing a trend here, though. Didn't you yell in Marilyn's ear? No. And make her deaf? No. And now you're pouring hydrogen peroxide in my <laughs> You insist you would not leave me alone and I was so sick and I was like fine just fucking put the shit you in my ear. You were begging for it. And shut up. You were begging. And then it hurt so bad.
0: You were begging. You wouldn't you couldn't keep your hands off of me. And I was like how am I going to contain this broad? Oh, yeah. <laughs> for some Yeah. peroxide in her ears. <laughs> put her to bed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me of <laughs> the night before our wedding. Yeah. You were reading the acupressure acupressure book and you are like, oh, let me try this on you. And then I woke up with like half of my body numb.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You look like you had a stroke on her wedding day. Yeah,
1: I did. (laughs) Literally half of my face didn't move.
0: Is that that John Wayne (laughs) dragging his limb down the aisle? All right. No, no, that's just my wife. Uh. <clears throat> um, I have some good news. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you know how I've had the reoccurring um Justin Bieber bashing on the show, right? Yeah. Okay. Apparently, Ferrari has banned Justin Bieber from purchasing any of their vehicles because Why? of his bad behavior. Isn't that so great?
1: <laughs> bad behavior. <laughs> yeah. What Justin Bieber do? Was he a bad driver?
0: Yeah, oh, all, you know, him being in, in the news, him uh, racing the cars, him modifying the cars. I guess they're really offended when people modify their cars. And I guess he did that.
1: Oh, I know so you know way more about they, Justin Bieber than I do. Have, <laughs> they <have> banned him
0: <laughs> from purchasing their cars. Okay. Which I think is hilarious.
1: So what's he driving?
0: Uh, I think a Pino. <laughs> Either a Pino or a Yugo.
1: Probably neither of those. Probably not. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he's probably driving. Yeah. I'm sure if he wants a Ferrari, he's going to have a Ferrari. Yeah. No matter what they say.
1: Now he probably <laughs> wants a Ferrari even more.
0: Yeah. Right. And he, he'll modify it even more. Yes. He'll modify it to look like a Pino. Yeah. <laughs> Just to spite them.
1: And then go street racing. In uh-huh, it. Uh-huh. So you can obviously tell we've been cooped up in the house for two weeks. Why? Because this show is.
0: Sounds like the rambling of two lunatics. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think we should break.
0: Yeah. Play some tunes. Okay.
1: Reevaluate life. Okay. First up.
0: Sepulchral Curse from Finland with the song Harvesting the Bloodlines. This coming off of their latest release, Deathbed Sessions, out now on Personal Records. Thank you. You're welcome.
1: And then we are going to listen to Apostasy from Chile with the song Defending the Speed off of their latest release, The Unknown Path, out now on Sentient Ruin.
0: This is Rick Dorr from Wolfpack 44, the Electric Hellfire Club, and Coven, and you're listening to Grim Dystopian, metal for your filthy earballs Getting Amber Heard and Johnny Depp's Old Bed. What side would you sleep on? Amber's. Ambers? Yeah. You don't know. She might have been doing that on her side too.
1: Nope. It was his side.
0: No, I mean she might have a problem.
1: (laughs) Yeah, she has a problem. (laughs) I think her problem is Johnny Depp.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well. So
1: it's a that's a good segue. Yeah, it does. Because we've been so bored that we actually YouTubed the Johnny Depp. De- is it defamation? I think it's a defamation chart. Tra- defecation. <laughs> yeah. And defecation. Yeah,
0: yeah, it is defamation. Um. Defecation of character. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So that's what we've been doing in this house.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We watch like two hours of YouTube clips
0: yeah, some of it was pretty amusing. Yeah, I liked when the when her attorney was having him read all those ridiculous tabloid headlines. Yeah, <laughs> like that was <laughs> like that <laughs> that somehow had bearing on the, the kind of person he was. Yeah, what the National Enquirer said.
1: Yeah, I know. I also like when her attorney asked a question, and then was like, "Objection!" Mm-hmm. He objected his own question.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I don't mind Johnny Depp. I like him to some extent, I guess. But I'm pretty sure that both of them, as people, are probably nightmares.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably.
0: You know? I think they're both.
1: I don't know. Some people are normal, but you stick them together, and they're very incompatible. Mm-hmm. But they're too stubborn to see it. Mm-hmm. Or do something about it, Mm -hmm. so they end up in this toxic, unhealthy relationship. But Johnny Depp, as somebody else's husband, might be a great husband. He might be. I'm sure my exes view me much differently than you do.
0: Um, I hope so.
1: uh okay
0: all right what do you think a little more pop culture bullshit what if you could speculate we talked about this a little bit over the weekend kevin arnold fred savage gets fired from the wonder years remake what do you think it is
1: I don't know. So the articles are very vague, and all they say is that he was treating women inappropriately.
0: Mm. Like who, Winnie Cooper?
1: So I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if he was being like belligerently mean or inappropriate sexual conduct. All the articles are very vague. Like nobody is saying what exactly... I think there were three different claims from three different women. Wow. Hmm. But I, and I didn't really scour the internet either, but I just did a quick search and nothing really came up.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> I really enjoyed The Wonder Years.
1: Yeah, that kind of sucks. That's the problem with all these reboots, mm-hmm. because The Wonder Years are part of my childhood. Yeah. That
0: No, that was my childhood. Well, later childhood. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I see what you're saying. Right. Yeah.
1: I mean, I watched those as a kid. Yeah. And was very fond of. That one's brand new, but. No, 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 no. Yeah. Um, but I was very fond of like all the characters, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and then this happens, Mm -hmm. and now you find out Fred is a jerk.
0: Yeah, I kind of suspected he was. What? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I just got that impression. No, you not He was a smug little kid. And he probably no, he
1: wasn't. He was cute.
0: He was a smug little kid.
1: <laughs> you just see right through everybody, don't you? Yeah.
0: yeah. He was a little smug jerk. <laughs> <laughs> he, <laughs> c- <laughs> he could never be David Cassidy's brother. Never. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, boy. What were you going to say? No, I think we should play some songs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we have a couple more Sentient Ruin releases to play. First up, out of Buenos Aires, Vanino with the song Patron Nocturno, Visita de Ultra Tumba, and this is off their latest release, Out Now.
0: And then after that, Obsolution from Brazil with the song False Decalogue, off of their latest demo, and that is also out now on Sentient Ruin. Since we were stuck inside all weekend and couldn't go to, you know, see our uh, local favorite bands play, Mm -hmm. we did something that we haven't done in a while. We used to watch the UFC fights very often. Yes. We have not for quite a while. Mm -hmm. We did end up ordering the pay-per-view on Saturday night.
1: Because we didn't have anything to do. Uh,
0: Yeah. Um, and it's ridiculously expensive, and I immediately regretted it.
1: But we were in it at that point. Yeah.
0: But I remember, like, the prelim started at 8, and by, like, 9.15, 9.20, I was, like, done.
1: Yeah, you were checked out.
0: And the main car didn't start until 10 o'clock. Yep. But, like. I don't know. We used to do that all the time. And I... I don't know. I don't love it. I don't either. We used to. Yeah. But... I wouldn't mind watching like one or two fights, but like a whole six-hour event. I'd rather be at a show.
1: Yes. Completely agree. For many different reasons.
0: Yeah. So, and... um, There were a few good fights, but... Meh. Yeah. Um, It it was... Meh. Disappointing. Yeah. So, yes, we felt equally sad that we were doing that and not at the Charmer Show. Yeah. And Virtus. And Halliborz. Yep. I don't know. Things change. I think that that whole kind of that did change like through the covid stuff. Totally. We'd seen when they started doing it again early on when covid kind of shut everything down, mm-hmm. we saw like they would have it but they would have like the arena or whatever wherever they were doing it was like empty.
1: Yeah, there was no audience, which is
0: it was strange. I never knew really i mean you know the audience plays a part in it but i never realized how much
1: how much of a part yeah yeah
0: as another viewer yeah it's gotta like being the fighters they have to feed off of that you know that live audience screaming and yeah that's got to be weird for them too
1: fighting in silence yeah Um,
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's weird yeah
1: yeah, I don't think we'll be doing that anytime soon. I don't think so. Yeah. Nope. I think I'm good.
0: Mm. I'm looking forward to the next show. Yeah. For sure. All right. All right.
1: You ready to wrap up 160? Yeah. Let's do it. All right. First up, out of Spain. Adaraxi with the song "Decline" off of their third release, *The Last Mirror*, out June seventeenth on Misako Unoho and Dark Descent.
0: <laughs> and then after that, we have a band that's playing Maryland Deathfest. Mm-hmm. They're opening up Stage A at the Edison Lot on Saturday which I believe they're going to be the second band to play the Edison Law on Saturday but the first band on stage A at 105 I believe they go on yep the band Drawn and Quartered the song we're going to hear is Dispensation Rise of the Antichrist and then after that we're going to hear Azath with the song Worm of Autumn
1: until next time
0: stay safe
1: stay healthy
0: don't be an asshole and don't worry about what people think. They don't do it very often. <laughs>